Hey, everybody, Dave DeBoe back at you. Another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, we've got a special treat. I've got an old friend who doesn't look very old. He's a young guy, a young, good-looking guy, but a rock and roll real estate investor. Brandon Skilton Douglas, who I've known for goodness. How long has it been, Brandon? 2016. Wow. Okay, 2016. So seven years. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And if my memory serves me correctly, when we first met, I think you had just done your first deal or two, maybe, but you're just getting into the whole real estate thing. I think you're still working full time at whatever it was that you were doing at the time. Yeah. Fast forward a few years, things certainly have changed. So anyhow, Brennan, excited to have this conversation because you're doing a lot of fun stuff in real estate. You have turned this into not just a great way of making money for yourself and your family, but also a full-time, you've, you've been able to get out of the, the jobs and the work that you were doing before to focus on this, which is more of a passion. But more importantly, you have really created some beautiful freedoms for yourself and your family, which we'll talk a little bit about. So you're, awesome. you're kind of living that real estate dream lifestyle. If I'm not mistaken, would you would you uh -huh. say that's pretty accurate? Uh, I am definitely living my real estate investor dream lifestyle. Yeah, nice, nice. That is sure. wonderful. So, walk us through, Brendan. Where are you at right now in your real estate investing journey? What does what does your business look like today? Sure. What does it look like today? Uh, it's yeah. come a long way of evolution, but yeah. generally, I say that I have kind of two arms, two mm -hmm. kind of sides of the business. Uh, one side of the business is a wholesale business. I'm a full-time wholesaler. I find undervalued properties for other people. Um, sometimes I joke around and call it the pie shop because I create a pie, I sell a pie. You know, it's a very over-the-counter business. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's like a retail type business, right? You're it's a just... retail business. Uh, it, it pays the bills. It, it keeps the, the business going. It keeps the bills paid. It keeps my my computer plugged in so I can talk with Dave. So I have a wholesale business. I do that full time. I'm writing two offers tonight after this podcast, and I have nine on the books for the rest wow. of the week already. It's Monday. So I'm, well, that's, I'm that, okay. So that's there. impressive. So where are you? What market area are you laser focused in on? Uh, you mean like location or like what yeah. type of properties? Both. Uh, well, I'm in uh, Edmonton, Alberta. I'm okay. in Edmonton, Alberta. One of the lessons I learned along the way is niching up and staying focused. So I did do some stuff out of province and all around Alberta, but I just decided to just go Edmonton. And now I know Edmonton inside and out. And I have a, a, a great bubbling business right here in Edmonton, period. Okay. So that's the market. And what yeah. is, what, what's the asset class you're looking at? What kind of properties do you really, really focus on? Um, the asset class I really, really focus on are single family residential because there's the most amount of options. A lot of people can tear them down and develop into multifamily, uh, or you can flip, or you can burr, which is a very popular strategy, or you can, they're just turnkey rentals. There's a lot of stuff, but, but generally everything is marketed as good condition or poor condition, single family residential. Okay, single family residential. Are you focusing primarily on detached houses? Do you do townhouses, condos, apartments? A little bit of uh, all single detached houses. Okay, single hundred percent. They, they, they hold their they hold their value fantastic. There's always an option to add a suite, add a garage suite, you know, add value, fix up. And 
and and you know a little bit more in depth. Uh, I, I'm going to say roughly a third of Edmonton is what I call baby boomer bungalows. They're all these 50s and 60s houses which are built well, but but they're old, so lots of times they're uh, run down for a, a great price. But because there's so many of them, they're very strong in the market. So even if you fix them up, they still have a very strong value because there's so many of them that they are a competitor in the market here in Edmonton. So there's just good spreads on those baby boomer bungalows. Anything before that, the wartime houses are mostly redevelopments. Anything after that is more like, you know, burrs or turnkey rentals or maybe adding a unit or something like that. Interesting. Yeah, you definitely have it dialed down. Okay, so that's that's your bread and butter, keep the lights on kind of oh, business. Yeah. yeah. What's the second part? Well, the other arm. The other arm is, well, I just call it real estate investing. The other arm is um, uh, I, I work with joint venture partners and raise capital to invest in buy and holds for future, cited for future redevelopment. Okay, cool. So you're buying, you're kind of cherry picking some of the best of the of the deals that you come across. You got you're it. buying those. You're holding on to them as rental properties right now. They're probably cash flowing okay. But the long play is, hey, let's take this and let's turn it into something even bigger, better, more profitable somewhere down the road. Yeah. And and I could talk for hours on that strategy, but 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 real briefly, like I found a little bit of this white space in the market of my wholesales where there's these houses that are good houses but they're kind of small and old. So even if you rehab them, they're still not worth very much. You know, a 900 square foot, two bedroom house is not worth a lot, even if right. you renovate it, but they've been taken care of. So the houses are good. So they're not quite cheap enough to tear down. They're not ready to be torn down. And then there's a, an endless list of uh, facts on, on why this is beneficial. The uh, Edmonton's focusing on redeveloping, uh, renting single family housing is, is, there's a high demand for it. Rental prices are going up. Uh, the houses are maintained well, they cash flow well, cause you can buy them off market and cheap, yada, 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 and so on. But if we can get these, and so no one was buying these deals, but I'm like, these are good houses, 50 K under value. Yeah. Cause they're not three twos, right? They're exactly weird. Yeah. Smaller. So yeah. they're a little bit weird. So when we can find those for a good price on a good chunk of land that matches the Edmonton city development plan, then we just stuff a renter in there, throw on a five-year fixed, and we're just we're just marinating. So the two sides, we got the wholesale business, and then we're raising capital for these buy and holds. All are cited, which uh, cited for redevelopment in the next five to seven. So it sounds like, like give or take, how many wholesale deals do you think you do on an average year these days? What's what's kind of your volume? Sure, of um, um, average years are hard to say because yeah. proudly every year's been growing. Okay, good. Uh, but 2022, I did 25. Nice. And this year, I have seven on the board. It's February 27th. That's almost one a week. Yeah, very, very almost cool. Almost one a week. And what would you say, again, averages are hard to do because you're just yeah. getting better. But like, let's say, okay, last year, 2022, you did 25 wholesale deals. Yeah. How many deals did you and your partners purchase uh in that time frame as well uh three new buy and holds uh -huh. and one flip okay cool so you added three properties to your portfolio so it's about you know one out of ten deals that that you're involved in are the kind that you want to cherry pick and 
and hold on into your portfolio so far, at least last year. That's kind of how that was. Sure. Rough numbers. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Okay. No, that's very, very interesting. Excellent. All right. So what every year is getting better. What are your plans and aspirations? Where where's Brendan going to be 12 months from today? 12 months from today. That's a good question. And I am very conscious about goal setting. So I feel like I have a very specific answer. <laughs> um, that's rare. So I love, I love hearing specific answers. Dude, I, I could go over here and I could pull the paper, man. It's all typed out. Yeah. Um, uh, so this year is all about uh, systems. My wholesale business is growing. And right now I'm finding that I'm kind of the bottleneck. Leads yeah. are flowing. The, the depositions are working well. So this year is about systems. Dave, you're great with systems. Your emails and your reminders are fantastic. <laughs> but, I, but I'm well, glad that I'm, I'm glad I put out that impression. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I had no question that we were on today. But but this year is all about systems. I, I hired a, a few people already this year, and you know we're getting into the digital marketing and the virtual assistants and and accounts and bookkeepers, and we're just making sure all the backend systems are running so that it can operate a little bit better with a little bit more freedom of time. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, that's a good, that, that's, that's what this year is to set up so that next year I can do, you know, the same amount of volume with less amount of time. And then uh, also 2024 is really exciting because uh, these redevelopments uh, I told myself, as soon as I get 10, I'm going to stop and go to the first one and start building. So the first one I acquired the five-year fixed mortgage renews in August 2024. So I already know the program and my coach and my mentor and kind of the capital route I want to go down. So in Q4 of this year, I'm going to sign up for some redevelopment training program and, uh, and sharpen some skills. And then 2024, I should be doing my first, uh, well, I guess second technically, but my first build on that stretch of 10. Nice. All right. You def definitely have that completely dialed in and planned out. And, and what, well, you've already kind of touched on it. What do you think are are some of the things or what, what might be slowing you down right now? Oh man, what's slowing me down right now is, um, is uh, the transition from kind of a sole operator to the systems, mm. you know, like right now I'm writing scripts, I'm writing procedures. Um, and so that's just a little bit of an extra layer of tasks. Yeah. So it's just a little bit of hard work and, and it's just a different mindset to think about how these one-on-one -on -one conversations with these sellers and these buyers can be automated. And so I guess my challenge right now is to find out exactly what parts of my engine can easily be automated and or delegated or delegated or not. Yeah. You know, like, like, so, so I'm, I'm right now I'm tinkering with my engine with, with different parts and stuff. And so that leads to just some, uh, I don't know, an extra layer of thinking, maybe some, I, I don't want to say it, but disruption in service, you know, and, 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 and maybe another problem too, is like, I, I find some good flips, but I can't do them. Cause like, I just, I don't have the time to take on a, 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 a big project like that while right. I'm doing all this. So I'm just trying to stay really focused in the wholesale business. You know, what's really interesting. I was, interviewing a young guy last year who's a realtor um, who's now moved into syndications as well. But anyhow, his story was, was fascinating because similar kind of challenge. He was the, 
he he was it. Like he was doing yeah. all the work to try and generate leads. He was cold calling some yeah. ridiculous amount. Yeah. And and he did it and he got pretty good at it. And he got to the point where he had a pretty solid book of business, but he was it, right? So yeah, he wore all the hats. He wore all the hats. Yeah. So he what he did, and this might help help you. Sure. Is he filmed himself yeah. doing the tasks. Oh, that's as clever. Yeah. So instead of having to write out these SO standard operating procedures and all that kind of stuff, which I don't know about you, but I hate that oh, stuff. That's yeah. it's horrendous. <laughs> he filmed himself going through whatever the process was and created a chunk there. Okay. There's that, oh, that yeah. training thing. Yeah. And then he handed things off to, um, <laughs> to a, a virtual assistant yeah, to do this. So initially it was all about cold calling. Yeah. So he did his whole cold calling thing and he got a VA and he got her up to where she was 80% as good as he was. Yeah. And, and that's, that's good. good. And that's good. That's fantastic. Yeah. Here's what he did. He scaled up to where he had, I think 16 VAs going. Wow. All of them 80% as good as he was. Yeah. So guess what? <laughs> Yeah. And, 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 and that's great. And like, again, here's a little bit of, of my challenge. If we want to talk about challenges is like, I can see that videotaping is a great idea that would save a lot of time. If I can record a bunch of uh, conversations, give it to a VA, that's a very streamlined process where I don't have to type operating. Um, one of the issues I'm having is one of the reasons why I feel my business works really well is that it's, it is genuinely very organic. When people call the marketing that says Brendan, they get Brendan. Yeah. When I talk to them, I talk to them. I tell them I'm a person. I'm in the basement. I got kids. I'm writing an offer. I, you know, I have people that can help me. I have investors. I don't know what I can do, but maybe I can help you. And it's very organic. And so I'm trying to figure out how to kind of keep that organic flavor well, it, as well it, as full automation. Yeah. I think you might be able to do both, right? So you yeah. might be able to get the VA to be what's called a setter where they kind of yeah. pre-qualify people and get to, to the point where if, when they're meeting with you, they're 80% there ready to, yeah. to, to pull the trigger. And then you yeah. just do your magic and get them over the edge. kind of. Yeah. Basically. Right. So I'm yeah. piecing that together, right? This is what's yeah. on my desk right now. As I, as I still That's operate. Beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, let's talk about some of our favorite things. And, and this sure. is how we met back in the day. And that's, yeah. that's around raising capital. Yes. And you were telling me off air that last year was a watershed year for you. <laughs> so walk, walk us through that. Tell, tell me a little bit about that if, if you're open. Um, sure. Uh, I love raising capital. It's a challenge and, and it's fun to shop around and have these conversations with people and find out if they're a fit or not, you know, like, and this may sound weird, but sometimes it's very rewarding to have an in-depth conversation and find out that it's not a fit with somebody. Yeah. It, it's, it's refreshing. It's like, great. A no is always better than a maybe, you know? Yeah, so, 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 I mean, one thing about raising capital that I've gone through a lot is like, there are no's. You have to get through the no's. Not every single person is going to be like, yes, sign me up. But, but, but through hammering through a bunch of those no's uh, last year, uh, I raised capital and now I want to make sure there's a difference. A lot of people raise capital and they say they raise capital, but I'm talking about raised capital and this money used. is raised and, and used. It is yeah, allocated, allocated into real estate. Yeah. So um, these aren't soft commitments. No. It's actual money that you raised and bought stuff with. 
Yeah. You know, when people get off the phone, like I just raised a million dollars. It's like, yeah. 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 Yeah, Um, yeah. uh, Last year, $846,000. Nice. Congratulations. And allocated into real estate through those buy and holds and that. Yeah. So those, those three buy and holds and the flip that you did. Yeah. Added up to that. That's a a bunch of down payments and a couple of them. Renovation costs. Uh, yeah, renovation costs, and then uh, a couple of them were just purchased cash outright. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, yeah, those are some some great deals. So, so you're also doing some cool stuff, and this is what I want to kind of dig into. Okay, when it comes to YouTube and yeah. newsletters and and communications sure. for raising capital. So walk yeah. us through what that looks like for you, Brendan. Okay, I'm going to talk about that, but I just want to jump to the punchline, the take home for listeners. Done is better than perfect. Definitely. Done is better than perfect. Okay, so newsletters and YouTube channels. Um, in 2016, when I started out, I jumped into two mentors, uh, the late and great Stefan Arneo yeah. and your, Mr. Dave Dubow. And they were great because they were kind of like the old sensei and the young firecracker, you know, and it was they were very good. At I, I don't think Stefan was that much older than I was. this is on a podcast you all missed the wink (laughs) oh for those Um, listening steph is much much younger than i am yeah um, but but one of my big strengths i think early was listening to my mentors and not overthinking it and just doing what they told me so you know make a list and do the stuff and and i and 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 market and i started a newsletter and i started with five people or whatever 20 people it wasn't a lot just whoever i knew in real estate investing and I sent out a newsletter and I made a goal to send out a newsletter no less than once a month. Now, you don't want to do it too much because people get annoyed with you or whatever. But yeah. and I wanted to make sure people didn't get annoyed. So I always did like one a month with actual value, something people can learn and or a deal. And so ever since 2016, I've been doing newsletters minimally, a minimum one a month since 2016. Wow. Congratulations. That's you know how many thousands of people heard that same advice and how many of them actually did it? It is, Very it, is few. it is, it is the, the, like, I don't know, like all my business goes to the newsletter because I'm a wholesaler. Every single wholesale I do people, inc- I put out a newsletter dealer and people require it. Every single piece goes to the newsletter and, and, and there's just so many people that follow that you don't realize so like, I'll, I'll parallel some of these points with the YouTube channel. I started doing these videos because Dave and Stefan told me to do that. They, you know, know, like they, if people are going to work with you, they have to know that you like you and trust you. Yeah. And so, you know, they got to know your mannerisms. They got to hear you. They got to see your face. They got to hear your stupid jokes. And if they hate your jokes, they're not going to like you and you're never going to work with them. So they might as well hear your jokes earlier <laughs> than later. Right. So like, so getting on camera is, is uncomfortable. Not everyone's good at it and that's okay. But I really feel like part of the 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 winning recipe is the genuineness mm. of the videos. If you get on a video and you say, "Hey, um, I'm outside this house. Where the heck am I? Uh, ABC neighborhood, right? We're talking about um, uh, flipping, right? Uh, like, it's not bad. It's, it's not okay. polished. It's, it's not. not polished. It's, it's not, not super real. rehearsed. You're not. But you don't have cue thing, cards. The last thing people want is someone. You know, and like you know, there's always that person that stands up to do a speech and they go up to the front and they pull out their paper and they go. Hello, look at audience. My <laughs> name is, you know, like people don't want yeah. that. They just want people to be real. So, so back to the kind of the point is like way back, I started doing these YouTube videos 
and they're they're not they're not special. Don't overthink these things. Done is better than perfect. But whenever I'd walk into a property, I'd take a stupid video, be like, hey, I'm in this rental property. It looks crazy. I hope I can close it. I don't know. We'll see. Follow me to find out. And and constant and consistent. It all starts somewhere. The you know, the cliche, every mountain climb starts with the first step. Somewhere, sometime, you have to do your first video and your first newsletter. And it may suck and that's okay. But but time will pass. And for me, time has passed. And now the fruits, uh, we were like we were saying uh, before the thing, like the fruits, like now I'm literally getting calls. It took longer than I want to admit for people <laughs> to like, <laughs> you know, at the fruits to, to start coming. You know, after three yeah. and four years, I was like, is this thing even working, right? But it's like that old Chinese parable that bamboo grows on the fifth year, right? And then wow. Okay. Well, that's off to you for the persistence, man. Well, and it worked and it worked. And, and it's just a thing where like, oh, I would never be able to do that. But like, you just got to start somewhere. But now I'm I'm literally getting calls and emails. I, I, if I could share screen, I'd show you or voicemail, whatever. But like people are calling me and they're saying something to the effect of, hi, my name's so-and-so from Ontario or BC or, or wherever you're from. Um, I've been following you for a while on your YouTube channel. And, you know, you put out some decent stuff. And, and I thought maybe we could talk on the phone. I've always liked Edmonton and investing there. And maybe we could just talk about what kind of those opportunities would look like. And so like, it is literally generating like income. Well, that's, that, that's the perfect situation, right? That's perfect. Attracting investors instead of chasing after them. That's getting them coming to you. Didn't happen overnight, but that, that's one thing I want to kind of look at Brandon, because I was poking around your YouTube channel. Oh yeah. Good job. First of all, either you're 200 and some videos, if I'm not mistaken. So that's, you know, 204 videos, man. That's oh, there you go. That are yeah, published. Good. good. I broke 200 right on that, that are up there. So that's yeah. awesome. And you're getting these calls. And here's what I love about your YouTube channel, man. You don't have a gazillion subscribers. Uh, I think there's a hundred or something. Uh, 142 subscribers according oh, to, to okay. youtube there you go yeah so it's not like you've got fifty thousand or a hundred thousand or any of these crazy yeah. numbers of subscribers but it doesn't seem to matter you're still yeah. you're getting the content out there and i know myself there's there's a ton of videos that i like to watch but i don't subscribe to that channel necessarily and they the, the guy still pops up every once in a while so yeah so it's working yeah done is better than perfect and you yeah. can put the videos on the newsletter and then it's kind of cool. And, you know, and then they click it and then it takes you there and they can watch a couple more or whatever. But, um, you know, and like even the newsletter, like there's not a gazillion people that go on there. But mm -hmm. but every time I touch base with somebody, I say, hey, cool. If, if you're interested in the deal alerts or whatever, just go sign up and fill your boots. And or I or I type their email in and, you know, one a week, three. It, a adds, month. it adds up over time, it doesn't up. it? So and you started with that initial 15 or 20 people. What does your, your newsletter list look like nowadays? Do you know? Uh, yeah, I'll give you two kind of answers to that. Um, I think the subscribers that my, my newsletter goes out to is mid 700s, 740. Okay, that's impressive, yeah. Which, which is a good number, but, but uh, I, I really believe that it would be very easy to do a bunch of online marketing and quadruple that number. But hmm. every single one of those people has manually signed up and have, had interest in Edmonton real estate. And exactly. I, so I, I would 60% of them I I've spoken to on the phone already. Exactly. So that's, there's, there's such a huge difference between quantity and quality and everybody seems totally. to care about the, 
the quantity of people they have on their list. It reminds me years ago, like I, I do a ton of cross promotional joint ventures with influencers and gurus and whatnot, mm-hmm. right? Well, and, yeah, of course. And I can remember a few years ago, I did a cross promotion with a person that had, relatively speaking, very small list of somewhere around 500 people, if I'm not mistaken. Very, rel- you know, in this business, very, very small. Sure, yeah, yeah. But they'd never done a cross promotion before. And we promoted something like a webinar or something like that. So 500 people on their list promoted my little webinar. And 370 of those 500 <laughs> people signed up for yeah. the webinars. Like, my God, I'd done stuff with people with 100,000 people on the list and, you and get 42 that. people signed up yeah. for a webinar. So, yeah. Maybe- and I look at my, I look at my campaign conversions and uh, every single campaign newsletter that goes out, I get between 48 and 58% of opens. That's awesome. Yeah. Which I think relatively with those mass campaigns, I think that's, Oh no, I mean, you're, you're doing well. If you get, you know, 15, one, 5%. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Stuff like that. So yeah. So, So 750, but, but that's, that's 400, 375 people that are looking Looking at at your stuff, which that's the other thing, right? That's what we always have to keep in mind because sometimes, you know, if we do a a video or we do something like this and, and it only quote unquote gets 50 views, it's like, Ooh, was that worthwhile? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, people fly all across the country to go speak in front of a group of 25 people or 30 people or whatever. If you're getting 50 sets of eyeballs looking at your video, because they want to know that stuff, that is gold. Same thing with your your newsletter. And, and I want to like like you know give something to the listeners too. Like that's really cool. And all seems like oh Brendan's doing this or whatever. But like it would take three minutes to open a spreadsheet, type name, email, phone number, notes, and write down five real estate people that you know, and you've begun. Yeah, you know, like it's just done is better than perfect. doesn't have to be fancy. doesn't have to be, don't worry about what's going to be in the newsletters or whatever, but like that, that list is, is the money. That's yeah. where the money comes from when it's wholesales or capital. That's the list where the money comes from. So if you don't have that list, you don't have any money coming, you know? And so it's really easy just to start. And I just encourage people done is better than perfect. You got to start somewhere, you know, that's, that is wonderful advice, my friend. And Time flies when we're having fun. So people want to find out more about you and connect with you on a more personal basis. What should they do? Sure. Uh, honestly, uh, um, I'm, I like, I like to talk to people. You can, you can hit me up. My email is Brendan at ashtonfisher.ca. Um, should I spell it? Or are you going to put something up? Uh, you can spell it out or you can give the URL, whatever you want. Sure. Uh, it's, it's pretty simple. B R E N D A N at ashtonfisher.ca. A S H T O N. F I S H E R dot C A. And you can call me, man. I'm not afraid to call 780 370 1020. My phone's right here. We'll talk real estate all you want. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you all the other stuff Dave taught me. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, my friend. Well, thanks so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I I, hats off to you for all that you've accomplished over these last few years. And it's great catching up. Yeah. And and thanks for the invite. Thanks for letting me on. It's, it's truly flattering that I, I even get to do this kind of stuff. And, you know, part of my mandate is to be the person I wish I had in the beginning. So 
that's why I like to just talk about step one, you know, anyone can do it. You know, I used to be a tree climber. Now I'm wearing a blazer in my basement on podcasts, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's really cool. And, and everyone listening to like your time is your biggest asset. And I appreciate it that you spend it with us today. Awesome, my friend. All right, everybody take care and we'll talk to you on the next episode.